this is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's Parenting Podcast on your prescription for passive-aggressive children. And, and I want to think about that book, you know, a lesson from Horton. I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. So here you are trying to enjoy a Sunday afternoon with your family. You know, before we get into some Sunday football, a game of risk, and a family dinner with gratitude exercises, you'd like a few chores to be done. So you send Charlie into his room to gather his clothes laying on the floor. With your eyes set on a perfect set of family activities, you mistakenly forget that Charlie's top passive-aggressive maneuver is procrastination. He wanders around his room kicking his socks. Charlie's sister, <laughs> Charlie's sister causes more problems. Right? Um, Lisa withdraws from family activities when she is asked to help clear the table. You are surprised because the request appears minimal compared to the amount of work you had to do growing up on a farm. You know, other kids pout, sulk, throw temper tantrums, or flat-out resist demands, which seem incredibly reasonable to parents but are a cause for yelling um, or screaming for children. Passive-aggressive behaviors may look like any number of actions by children. Parents want to pay careful attention to some of the following that should be viewed as red flags. Using silent treatment. Claim misunderstanding of the directions, forgetting how to do certain things, and shutting down explanations or conversations with exasperated, you know, eye rolls, or okay, or fine, or whatever, right? A secure and confident parent will identify these behaviors and confront them directly. First, the household rules need to be absolutely understood. These rules are based on a crystal clear expectations communicated to the child. Second, when expectations are not met, passive aggression is identified directly by the parent. So how do you directly address Charlie's procrastination and Lisa's withdrawal? All right, here's a prescription for parenting passive-aggressive children. First of all, we want children who directly and powerfully advocate. We, we definitely want children who will directly and powerfully advocate for their needs, wants, and feelings. We do not want our children to try to manipulate others into doing what they want. You know, that's weak. Parents who are drawn into the manipulation tell Charlie, all right, just come and sit with us and we'll clean, clean the room later. Or they may say to Lisa, just be with us and don't worry about the table. Soon the kids learn that passive-aggressive behavior works in the relationship dynamic. Right, so when you get into the emotional, the attachment, the relationship dynamic, when you do this, this is a problem. When a child pouts, whines, or procrastinates, they are trying to manipulate the parent into getting their way. The last thing a family needs is to reinforce this weakness, this weak behavior. Instead, we directly address manipulation and passive-aggressive behavior. The goal of a healthy family is to reinforce a culture of honest and direct communication. Yes, what is the antidote to manipulation and passive-aggressive behavior? The antidote is honest and direct communication. So we need to take action to make your life better. We need to take action to make your family life better. Look, a parent should say, quote, in our family, we don't manipulate and we aren't passive aggressive. Instead, we are direct. Did you get that? So parents should say, in our family, we don't manipulate. We are not passive aggressive. Instead, we communicate directly. We are direct. So consider these four steps. Number one, encourage your child to name their feeling. 
right? I'm, I feel angry because I have to clean the bedroom, right? Number two, then encourage the child to express their needs. What did they like? What did they not like? What would they like to see happen? Number three, require politeness. Number four, validate the child's emotion, even if you will disagree with their expressed need or want. Right? In this case, our actions as parents are going to speak even louder than our words. If we have developed a bad habit of manipulating kids with our emotions, right? I can't believe you did that after all I've done for you. Or I don't know how I'm going to make it. Or you make mommy so mad by making a big deal out of something small. So in some cases, we may want to name the passive-aggressive behaviors in our own lives. The main point is that we want to facilitate a culture of direct communication in our families. Charlie, you are being passive-aggressive. Let's talk directly, directly about what the problem is. Dealing with passive-aggressive behavior is often easier said than done. Remember to stay consistent and encourage your child to name their feeling express their needs, be polite, and directly problem-solve. Directly problem-solve. What is the antidote to manipulation and passive-aggressive behavior? What is the solution? The antidote, the solution is honest and direct communication. This is Dr. Daniel Van Inken with this week's Parenting Podcast on... Uh, your prescription for passive-aggressive behavior.